0: welcome to southern sisters radio the show for southern women and the men who adore them join us as we celebrate life from a southern point of view here's your host author founder of southern sisters home jenny mccormick Earhart. hey there and welcome to the southern sisters radio program we are so happy that you're here with us this week See, my attitude and disposition has improved tremendously, Nick.
1: (laughs) The fall season just brings it out.
0: Fall season just makes me happy. I get a little grumpy in August.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's all that heat.
0: All that heat. And my hot, you know, I have black leather car seats. Oh, Oh. man. And I can't get my car in my garage right now because it's, you know, the garage is full of my, you know, important things that I can't get rid of.
1: Which are? Who knows? It's just
0: junk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just junk, but I can't fit my car in there. So in the summertime, my car heats up, and I, I, I've like t- i mentioned before I do the little hot dance, and uh, it makes me a little grumpy. But at this time of the year, when the temperatures start dropping, right, mm. you get those smells, those fragrances of fall, you know. I caught a whiff of somebody burning leaves last week when I was driving. Yes. Driving down the road with the windows open. love that smell. Mm, just makes me happy. Yes. You know how I know it's fall. Mm. My couple of things that I start doing mm. is sort of like the telltale, it's beginning to be fall in Jenny's kitchen. At my house, right? Um, I do weird things. Like, for example, last night we had salmon and we had saffron and yellow rice. Oh. Normally I would serve it just like that. But in the fall, I throw in some dried cherries into the rice and some chopped walnuts. And I kind of throw those in there while the rice is cooking. It just kind of gives it that little fall oomph.
1: It does. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It's wonderful.
0: Mm. Except I looked at Earl and he was like picking around the cherries. (laughs) And I'm like... What's the problem? Oh, come on. It's the, it's the whole sweet, savory ongoing saga that I have with Earl. <laughs> I'm the queen of sweet and savory, and he doesn't care for it, so we oh, have to find compromises. Come on, Earl. Another way I know it's fall in the south, okay, is I begin layering up those warm winter – or fall clothes, I should say, in the morning – And by 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I start stripping off the layers. Yep. (laughs) Because it's still 85 degrees outside. Yes. What is wrong?
1: Geez. Georgia fall has been weird the last few years. It's It's summer in the daytime and almost winter at night.
0: I know. I need more fall in my life. Yes,
1: please. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) And we do get the seasons here uh, in this part of the state that Mm -hmm. we're in Georgia, um, which is a wonderful thing. But I could use a little bit more fall, and I could maybe use it a little bit sooner. (laughs) Um, I've been opening the windows, too. That's another sign. It is so nice. Right? Right. I feel like the house has been, you know, stopped up all summer long.
1: Oh, I know. I I don't think my A.C. has even really turned on in the last week or so. Because we leave the windows open, you know, leave the doors open and stuff. And then kind of in the middle of the day, maybe it gets a little warm. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's been so beautiful.
0: I just love it like this. Um, Another thing, because winter is approaching, it's very important that we pack on an extra amount of layer Of fat on our bodies.
1: Well, of course, because we eat great food here in the South, right? So
0: we don't, right. So because we don't want to freeze to death in the wintertime. So I will say another telltale sign of autumn is uh, I and pretty much everybody in my household begins eating a little more. It's okay. It's my excuse. (laughs) The M&Ms, you know. It's self-preservation. It is survival. Exactly, (laughs) Nick. You called it. (laughs) I've also, because it's October, um, I've been watching some scary movies uh, mm-hmm. See, I'm not, I'm not a scary movie guy. Oh, I'm a scary movie girl. Mm. I love to get scared. You know, <laughs> put the put the blanket over your head. Just kind of not. I watched an oldie but goodie uh, last weekend. Single white female.
1: So you were telling me about that before yeah. the show.
0: Okay, so women my age, for those of my wonderful listeners that are in my age bracket, um, and I'm not going to say what that is. Um, Mid twenties, right? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's why. He, that's why he has this job. I'm so good at this. <laughs>
1: Keep me employed for a reason. He
0: can just lie with such a sweet (laughs) smile on his face. Um, No, actually, uh, single white female. Movie from the 80s, Bridget Fonda and Jennifer Jason Leigh. And so just, it's just this time of year I start doing the countdown. And, of course, I have the tradition of watching the original Halloween movie on Halloween Day. Oh, uh, yes. That's that's essential at my house. Yes. yes, it's part of the fun. But there are so many other ways to love the fall lately. <laughs> One big decision that we have to make now that we didn't have to make, I'd say, 20 years ago, it's not just what size pumpkin you want to buy. It's what color. That's true. Have you noticed this? Yes.
1: They're kind of yellow ones, and Mm -hmm. then there's the deep orange and the pale orange, and aren't there like green ones, too? I
0: I, I bought, well, they technically refer to the green ones as gourds, but I bought bought a couple of those yesterday because they were so pretty. Yeah. So I've got a couple of white ones and some green ones, and they have the ghost pumpkins. Oh, yes. Those kind of white ones. (laughs) Um, There's one out there called the wart pumpkin. The wart pumpkin. Yeah, it's ugly.
1: Perfect for making like a witch face maybe or something like that. It's covered in all (laughs) these bumpy
0: wart things all over it and light green. And then uh, there's some light yellow and dark yellow and just little hybrid varieties. They refer to them as heirloom pumpkins. Okay. Just as we have the heirloom tomatoes, right? Because a plain old ordinary pumpkin just ain't good enough anymore, Nick.
1: (laughs) We have specialty pumpkins.
0: It's a... It's a sign of the times. Oh, oh my word. But we have just got so much going on here on the Southern Sisters Radio Show. We're actually going to start talking about some just extra special ways to celebrate the fall. We're going to be back in just a minute with some apple cider mojitos. back to the Southern Sisters radio program, apple cider mojitos. I didn't lie. Oh, yes. hmm. Now, you say to yourself, gee, I like a good mojito every now and then.
1: Most All Southern the women time? do. All well, the
0: time? No. You know, regularly. <laughs> regularly. Uh, yeah, the mojito's a great thing. You know, it's a little, uh, it's also a great alternative to a margarita. You know, and the average yes. margarita has about 600 calories in it. You can wow. get away with a margarita for a fraction of the calories and, and still have that sort of fun, you know.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: I didn't realize a flavor. margarita
1: was that heavy.
0: Well, it depends on what size you're buying. That's true. <laughs> if you buy the ones that come in a trough, like I do, <laughs> yeah, 700 to 1,000 calories. It's a whole meal. I guess, once again, survival, Nick. We're going to pack it on for the winter. <laughs> but you know, apple cider. Now, that is definitely something that probably makes you folks think about the fall. I know it does me. Um, just that cinnamony apple. You know the fragrance that just fills the house. Apple cider, I love. Yes. Mojitos, I love. So why not? You know, have a friendly union yeah, of the two.
1: Marry the two.
0: And it's simple. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make two, Nick. One for you and one for me. Okay. Okay. So this is a recipe. Recipe for two people. We are gonna start out by making something called a cinnamon simple syrup. Now, if you're from the south, you understand what simple syrup is, right? It's kind of a staple. It's a great way to sweeten beverages without. Watering them down and diluting them, right? So we're going to start out with this particular recipe uh, with some cinnamon simple syrup. All you guys need to do is place one-fourth of a cup of sugar, one-fourth of a cup plus one tablespoon of water and a a half of a cinnamon stick Hmm. into a small pot. You're going to bring it to a boil, right? Turn off the heat and allow the mixture to sit and kind of cool. You want to bring it down to room temperatures. Just let it sit. I then like to just put mine in a little mason jar and just store it in the refrigerator until you're ready to use it for your cocktail. That's a good idea. It's easy. Now, for the mojitas themselves, you're going to need four ounces of apple cider. You're going to need um, a, your, all of your cinnamon maple syrup that you have made. You're going to need three ounces of apple jack. Now, you might be saying to yourself, what's apple jack? Yeah, okay. what what Do you, what is Apple? You can buy it at the liquor it's not store. Not the cereal. No, it's Applejack. <laughs> 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 oh, that's another throwback. Boy, that brings me back.
1: <laughs> but, say, I don't even know if they have them anymore. I, I have to go check really? the grocery store. That,
0: that'd be a really nice way to celebrate fall. That would be. Maybe you could use that as a little, yeah. you know, garnish, maybe. Yeah, it'd be kind of pretty actually, yeah, floating maybe. on the top. <laughs> no, no. You know, Applejack is basically a distilled apple cider, right? Now, it was a, historically Applejack was made by concentrating cider through uh, distillation, right? And then the that alcoholic fruit beer that was produced after the fall harvest, folks would leave that outside. I mean, this dates back to the colonial times. Folks would leave that outside during the winter. Now, periodically, the frozen chunks of ice which had formed were removed, and what was left was the unfrozen alcohol in the remaining liquid, okay? So you're talking about sometimes back in the olden days, Applejack could be anywhere from twenty-five to forty percent alcohol. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> I, the, the, the the variety that you will purchase in your local liquor store will have significantly less, I think, um, alcohol content. So we do want to still be able to make complete sentences after we've had a <laughs> after, after we've had our apple cider mojito. So let's back. Oh, I, I I digress here. I'm getting way off uh, way off base. We've combined four ounces of apple cider with our simple uh, our cinnamon simple syrup, three ounces of applejack. Four ounces of white rum. We put all that into a cocktail shaker and shake away, right? Now, in two serving glasses, here's what you're going to do. We're going to put our pretty little mojito glasses out. Now, we're going to stick some mint down in each one and we're going to mm. muddle it. Yes. Not cuddle it.
1: Not cuddle it. That's different. <laughs>
0: So muddling, you know, you can have a muddling stick or you can just use the back of a wooden spoon. All you're doing is getting down there and kind of pressing it around, smushing it around. You're releasing the flavors, releasing the oils from the mint. So muddle your mint inside your glass, add as, um, as some gl- ice, you're going to fill each glass up with ice, and then throw in a few little chopped apples. Like I'll take a, like a Granny Smith apple or maybe a Honeycrisp apple, chop it up into little pieces. I like the little colors of the red peeling mm-hmm. on the outside. Put little handful of chopped apple in your glass and then pour your heavenly apple cider mojito liquid right over Ooh. the top of that i'll then garnish it with a cinnamon stick maybe an extra mint leaf yeah i it like is, that it is delightful and for hey. those of
1: you, th- those radio fans who don't see the facebook live first off come on go watch the facebook video second off i like the little they're, they're the, yeah. the ones that jenny has here they're in like little um um mason jars
0: yeah Oh yeah. That's perfect. You know, I say presentation is everything and people always think they have to go out and purchase some special item. You know, you'd be amazed what you have sitting around the house. This is true. Yeah, mason jars are just the are just a southern workhorse.
1: Oh, perfect. I use
0: them for all kinds of things. I keep pens and pencils in them on my desk.
1: There you go. At home.
0: So it's it's a wonderful it'd be a pretty presentation. Absolutely. Um folks, you will find this recipe uh, on southernsistershome.com Yes we do We put all of our recipes On the website With a gorgeous little photograph You can go and see The beautiful uh, photo That Earl is talking about <laughs> So go check out The recipe guys And then in a minute We're going to be celebrating Well Charles Schultz And the great pumpkin <laughs> Welcome back to the Southern Sisters radio program. Do you recognize that music?
1: Who doesn't?
0: Isn't it just just classic? It's one of those retro things that just takes you bad. Oh, it does. with everything terrible that might be going on in the world, you know, you hear that music, you you have those memories of sitting and watching those peanut specials, right, at the holidays, especially. Oh, yes. Right? And everything just seems right with the world again.
1: I know. Sometimes I, you know, wish that there was a little bit more reality in peanuts. You know, certain people know. would just wah, 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 wah. wah. Ooh, you okay. Do that very well. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Ah. It's just crazy. It's just, uh, They just don't make them like that anymore.
1: No, they don't. They
0: really don't. And I wish that they did. But if you guys like the peanuts like I did, and you look forward to those holiday specials, there are three big ones coming up for the holiday season. You've got the uh, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Right. You've got the uh the Thanksgiving, the th- uh, Charlie Brown's oh, Thanksgiving special. Is, yes. which is actually my favorite. That's actually my favorite. <laughs> and then um then of course you've got the Peanuts Christmas special, of which of course. Kind of, Well, this year guys, you're going to be able to watch um It's a Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown on Thursday, October 19th on ABC. Don't they usually so,
1: marathon it for the day? Right? Do they?
0: All day? Well, I don't think ABC does it all day.
1: No, but they, I think they play it like three or four times after oh. the first playing. So, in case you missed it, in you case can always you go back it. and get it.
0: Yeah. Or you can do it like I do and just watch it on, you know, Xfinity on demand. That's true. DVR. I, I watched it today. <laughs> I did my research. <laughs> because I have to be honest with you, The uh, It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, was probably the one that I watched the least. <laughs> it was the Thanksgiving and Christmas one that I love. But in case you don't remember, and this is just such a. Um, You know, just such a a wonderful throwback and just sort of a reminiscence, I guess, from our childhood. Regardless of the age, even though my kids were born in the 90s, they grew up watching these. I made Mm -hmm. sure. Oh, we had the VHS.
1: Oh, yeah, I did, too.
0: Right? Of all of them. Us, too? Absolutely. Just so wholesome and wonderful. Just to remind you guys, though, what the plot was. Charlie Brown is excited to be invited to his very first ever party. It happens to be Violet's Halloween party. Now, before the party, the Peanuts gang plan to go trick-or-treating and with Snoopy, who happens to be dressed as... Do you happen to remember? Snoopy is dressed as... A World War One flying ace. That's
1: right. This Remember? Is, wasn't that kind of where the Red Baron stuff yes. started a little bit? Yes, was yes. with the Great he Pumpkin? Was, he was the Red Baron, yes. right?
0: Right. He would get on top of his little uh, house and pretend that it was a plane. <laughs> it's classic. You guys have to watch it again. It's just so wonderful. So anyway, he takes his little Halloween persona to an extreme. Now, the one person who won't be joining them for the trick-or-treating or the party is Linus. Why? Because Linus will be waiting in his local pumpkin patch for the arrival of the Great Pumpkin. Linus believes that the Great Pumpkin rises out of the most sincere pumpkin patch, none more sincere than his own local one. He believes that the Great Pumpkin flies into the air and delivers presents to all the boys and girls around the world. Now, because of his belief, Linus is the the laughingstock among his friends. Sally is torn between going trick-or-treating for the first time and attending Violet's surefire fun Halloween party or following her love, Linus, and waiting for The Great Pumpkin's arrival. Oh, you got to watch it. wonderful Yes, right? It's so wholesome and beautiful, really. Now, you may not realize this, but there are some things that you might not know about It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, hmm. about the show itself. Okay. okay. All right, we're going to do a little, uh, kind of a little factoids, as I like to call it. Factoids right. with Jenny. That'd <laughs> to
1: be a new segment. Yeah, we'll it'd be put a new together. segment, right?
0: <laughs> Listen to this, guys. In 1966, creator Charles Schultz Nicknamed Sparky, bet you didn't know that, he was the director and or he was the writer and mm. then the director animator Bill Melendez and producer Lee Mendelson brought one of the greatest Halloween classics to our television sets. And 51 years later, we still can't get enough. Now, here are some humorous behind the scenes facts about the show. Did you know that that classic trick that Lucy pulls on Charlie Brown, where she says she's going to hold the football mm. for him and he runs, and of course, we all know what she does <laughs> pulls it away at the last minute, right? <laughs> well, this was the very first time that that was brought to the television. It had been in the comic sp- strips up till then. Oh. But they had never done it in any of, the, uh, any of the show specials, any of the television specials. So that little scene, that little trick that she plays on him, debuted for the first time nationally on television during the It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown show. <laughs> How about this? Did you know that sympathetic children sent Charlie Brown candy after the show aired? Aww. Poor Charlie Brown. Since he kept receiving rocks for Halloween, children from all over the country mailed him candy to the studio. This went on for many years after the show first aired. That's so cute. Is that crazy? That's awesome. I know they felt so sorry for him. <laughs> I felt sorry for him.
1: Wow. Didn't
0: he have like holes, eye holes, like all over his? Yeah,
1: I think instead of having just the two, he Dude, had too he had many them, or something. All yeah. over. Oh, his little man. heart.
0: I wonder who ended up actually getting the candy. Good question.
1: Maybe it was actually Charlie Brown. It might
0: be. That's yeah. Maybe Sparky <laughs> ate it. Maybe tar- Charles Schultz ate it. Okay, another interesting fact is that Charlie Brown only received rocks because of a playful argument between the animators. So in an interview with Washington Post, Mendelssohn revealed the dispute. He said, Charles Schultz said that maybe we ought to have Charlie Brown get a rock. I said, oh, come on. That's a little too harsh and kind of cruel. But the more I protested, the more he wanted it. And after I protested more, Charles finally said, okay, he'll get three rocks then. Which is exactly what he got.
1: That's great. Right?
0: (laughs) Poor little Charlie Brown. Here's another uh, little factoid. There is a secret detail in one scene that hints at Lucy's narcissism. And she is probably the most narcissistic character on the show, right? After Linus writes his letter to the Great Pumpkin, he walks by Lucy, who is sitting in front of the TV. She's reading a copy of TV Guide that features a photo of her on the cover. Really? Yeah. Ah, well, you know, that's cool. Isn't that, was, that crazy?
1: It's a little Easter. I'm going to be watching for that the next time Now that I you watch guys, it. <laughs> Yeah, you
0: guys have to look for that next time. How about this idea? This uh, little interesting fact? The word restitution caused some problems for young Kathy Steinberg, who played the voice of Sally, okay? So Sally was Charlie Brown's little sister, yeah. and she's the one that loved Linus. Linus. During one scene, uh, s- Sally yells at the pumpkin patch, I demand restitution, yes. right? Okay, Mendelssohn recalled that Steinberg, little Kathy Steinberg, had to pronounce that tough word syllable by syllable because she couldn't say it all together. <laughs> so they had to record her going, tu. Sean, and then they just put it all together.
1: That's that's great.
0: It's kind of like how you edit edit my audio, Nick.
1: <laughs> it's funny when you started that I kind of thought that's where <laughs> yeah, it was going. Yeah, It was a lot harder back then though. Must they had to actually take the tape and physically cut it and physically tape it back right. together. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I just get to push a few buttons on a yeah. computer now. But that's that's funny Isn't too that, that the, she couldn't do it so they she made it work. Say it. Yeah. So they that's had to help great. her out with that.
0: Here's another fact. In it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, Bill Melendez, in referring to it, said, We realized Snoopy just had to stand on his two feet to make it more cartoony. So I guess originally they had him walking around on all fours. Really? And it was during this show that they realized he was just a lot more fun if he just stood up on two feet.
1: That's a very good
0: point. How about it that? It does
1: very, just makes it very cartoony. Makes it very cartoony. And there's not very often that I think Snoopy walks around on all fours in the cartoons no, and stuff.
0: No, I, I don't know. I'd have to do a little research huh. there. I think maybe in the comic strip, you know, the printed mm, versions. Yes. He was, I can remember seeing him on all fours. But yeah, there mostly you see him walking around do some on That's his cool. hind legs, That's which is cool. not something a dog typically does. <laughs> Of course, I would hope Dixie not. the Wonder Dog.
1: <laughs> she does do whatever she, she
0: wants. Watches. How about this? Another fact about It's a uh, it's the Great Pumpkins, Charlie Brown. A loose tooth almost stopped the entire show. Okay? Really? Yes. Actress Kathy Steinberg. Once again, Kathy Steinberg, voice yeah, of Lucy. She seems to, you she's, know. A little, she's a little troublemaker, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Steinberg had a loose front tooth halfway through filming for fear of a lisp. Ruining the uniformity of Sally's voice, the six-year-old was rushed to the studio that night to complete her lines. Her tooth fell out the next day.
1: Wow! Can you believe Go that? Go figure.
0: Right? <laughs> I know. It's well, at like- least they
1: planned well for it.
0: I know they did. They absolutely <laughs> did. Well, guys, I think you need to watch this absolutely. If you didn't catch it before, catch it Thursday on October nineteenth mm-hmm. on ABC. Or do like I do and just catch it uh, anytime you want with on demand. There you go. You know, on demand TVR. has spoiled me completely. It, spoiled that me. that it has. Absolutely. You know, it's just the flick of a button. You, you know? know what?
1: You know what I have a problem with What's because that? we have. You know, my, my mother lives with us, and it's, yes. so it's me, my fiance, the kids, my right? mom. So we all kind of have to share it together. Yeah. Um, they don't like the fact that I record two and a half hour long football games.
0: Oh. <laughs> They have a problem with that, Nick.
1: Well, I think the problem is less that I record it and more that I record it and then let it sit mm-hmm. for a week or two before I delete it.
0: Oh, I gotcha. That's probably yeah. what it
1: is. So then I'll probably get something else about, oh my gosh, another long recording, and then they'll be happy because mm. it's going to be the great pumpkin.
0: It's going to be something good that the whole family can watch. Now, <laughs> when you when you do a long recording like that, do you do you typically watch it the next day or the next week? Or? Well, it takes,
1: might take me a few days. Okay, but you but don't hang I, on
0: to it indefinitely.
1: No, no. You, I think you have a yeah. time limit anyway, don't you?
0: Probably. For most of them, probably, but yeah, yeah. You can,
1: you, we can always make DVR room for the yes. Great Pumpkin. you know,
0: speaking of football, um, I caught a little slack on my little faux pas last week on it's the okay. SEC football. It's I know fine. you say that, yeah. What I just, uh, I went home to tell Earl about it. He's like, oh no, you didn't, you didn't. <laughs> I said, I didn't know Georgia Tech wasn't in the SEC. He You'll- goes, oh, he goes. You didn't, you didn't say anything, did you? I, I, yeah, I did. We all learned. Actually, I think we cut that out last week. So, you know, people might not have even known if I wasn't talking about Uh-oh. it right now. <laughs> you told on
1: yourself, Jenny. Right?
0: I gave myself away. <laughs> well, folks, just remember, anything that you want to know about Southern Sisters, you can find out about us on the website. And can I tell you also, in celebration of October, we are putting all of our gorgeous gourmet flower sack towels on sale. All you have to use is promo code SISTERS. Just plug that in when you check out, and you'll get 30% off. We've got, we've got little uh, spooky Halloween things and designs that say boo, y'all. Check it out. And we'll be right back with the Southern Sisters Radio Show.
1: Turn off the telly, Nelly come to the table, Mabel. Now sit up straight, Kate. It's time to eat,
0: Pete. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Get with the gravy, Davey. Everybody eats when they come to my house. And Try welcome and to back to the Southern play play Sisters play. radio program. I look forward Here's to this segment story, all story. week. Talking about food, and we are talking about autumn food because it's just something about that nice hearty comfort food that we get to eat in the you know in the in the, oh, in the fall, yes. right?
1: The kind that like warms you yes. all the way through. Yeah, don't get me love wrong,
0: it. I love my heirloom tomato salads, my little caprese salads in the summertime. I love those. I love my little watermelon granitas. I love those too. But you know, the weather starts dipping, you start thinking about hearty soups, mm-hmm. just all those delicious, yummy, cheesy, comforty type foods that we can eat in the autumn. And there's nobody I'd rather enjoy this food with, other than my husband Earl, of course. Everything's more fun with Earl. Um, but one, one thing I love to do is get together with my girlfriends, you know? And it's always fun to go out, don't get me wrong, but there's something about hanging out with your girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? I love that scene from the movie, um, what is the movie, uh, It's Complicated, the uh. movie with Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin, right? And I love how she gets together with her girlfriends. You know, and it always ends up becoming like true confessions.
1: Yes, they you always learn. have something going on, yeah, right? Something's always, some <laughs> kind of little drama
0: going on. Somebody needs, needs you know, needs some help from some advice from her girlfriend. So uh, it's a great time to get together in the autumn like this. And I have got a great little throw together sort of um, autumn girls night in recipe selection for you. Okay. Now, because it's getting cool, I start thinking about soups. I know that you guys do too, probably. Um, a great thing to do is to make up a nice batch of a n- deliciously hearty warm autumn soup and just put it maybe if you have a pretty little soup terrain or something you can set it in with some bowls let everybody just kind of serve themselves Um, it's just a great way to kind of start off a meal I would have that maybe out on the table when everybody gets there and they can just kind of help themselves to a delicious cup of creamy pumpkin soup oh yes now this is easy to make and and there's a there's a lot of folks out there that think there are different ways to do this you can do it with fresh pumpkin or you can do it with canned pumpkin I will say that for this particular recipe, I find the canned pumpkin to be a perfectly acceptable substitute. Um, The flavor is wonderful. The flavors are are sort of concentrated. Um, It's going to be a heck of a lot easier easier than hacking into a pumpkin and cooking (laughs) it. You can do that if you want, but I've always done it with a canned pumpkin and it has a great result. Here's what you need to do so, in a four quart saucepan, you're going to saute one half thinly sliced onion in about two tablespoons of butter. Just stir that around until it gets nice and transparent, you know, starts to make the house smell nice. Then you're going to add all of these ingredients in order. Are you ready? Now don't worry, you don't have to write it down, and please don't write it down if you're driving in your car. Just go to southernsistershome.com, and the recipe will be there. You're going to add to your four-quart saucepan uh, one-half cup of carrots that are peeled and thinly sliced, one rib of celery, trimmed and chopped, two cups of canned Pure pumpkin. Now, folks, we're not talking about the pumpkin pie filling. Don't make that mistake. This is just the pure pumpkin. Got it? (laughs) Two cups. Three cups of chicken broth. A little dash of pepper. One-fourth teaspoon of ground ginger. That's going to give it just a little something extra. Okay? A half a teaspoon. No, one and a half teaspoons of salt. Okay? So you're going to put all that in there. Bring it to a simmer and let it cook, stirring occasionally until the vegetables become soft. That's going to be anywhere from probably 20 to 25 minutes, something like that. Just get those vegetables nice and tender. You're then going to transfer everything. You won't believe how easy this is. Transfer it into a blender, okay? Do it carefully because the liquid will be hot. And carefully puree it until it's completely smooth. Pour it back into the saucepan and then add one cup of half and half. That gives it that beautiful, first of all, the color is gorgeous. It gives it that nice creamy texture. You're going to do that. Bring it back to a gentle simmer and then turn off the heat. Taste it. Got to taste it, folks. If you're yes. you know, uh, cooks have to taste their cooking because you never know, you might need to change something up a little bit, add a little more salt, something like that. So you can continue to season it if you want to. And then just put that uh, put that out and serve that in some little bowls. You know what I like to do is um, put a couple little croutons on top. Oh,
1: you that could, sounds very good. It's
0: delicious. You could sprinkle a little bit of Parmesan cheese. Um, you know what really, believe it or not, is delicious. It's a little tiny dollop of sour cream on there. Makes it really pretty. Really? And all, yeah, it tastes wonderful. Just kind of huh. stir that in. Gives it a little extra something. <laughs> you know? A <laughs> little I mean? bit extra creamy. Yeah, a little extra creaminess. Wonderful. Right? That so we great. we start off for our girls' night in with our delicious uh, creamy pumpkin soup. Mm-hmm. And then we're just gonna kinda the rest of the meal is pretty much like finger food, appetizer type food. Okay. You know, girls, we like, we're we not interested in a lot of heavy, big plated food. You know what I'm saying? We yes. want to nibble. We want to nibble. And we nibble a little bit, and then we're like, oh, we can't possibly eat anymore. And then we nibble later. <laughs> well, because be it's real. a
1: social. It's exactly. not really necessarily sit down, come eat dinner at my house. No. It's come hang out, and by the way, there's going to be lots of good eating.
0: Yes, exactly. And you know, if you've started off the evening with one of our apple cider mojitos, Then you're going to enjoy this evening even more, right? Now, here's the the next dish I have for you. It is an easy French-baked apple brie. And this is so incredibly simple and so perfectly seasonally appropriate for this time of year. Here's what you're going to do to make your apple-baked brie. You're going to preheat your oven to 375 degrees. You're going to buy one round of brie, okay? They have small rounds. and This is a medium-sized round of brie. Okay, and you're gonna place the brie on an oven-proof serving plate, and you're going to arrange one large chopped apple. So, so just take the apple, leave the peeling on, chop it up good. You want to core it and seed it, of course, but then you're just gonna arrange chopped apples all around your uh, wheel of brie, right? Then you're gonna sprinkle the apples and the brie with one tablespoon of brown sugar, and then you're gonna drizzle it all with two tablespoons of maple syrup.
1: Yes, Ooh. indeed. That sounds delicious. Oh, oh,
0: oh, it is. Wow. So good. Bake the apples and the brie for 10 to 12 minutes until the apples are just tender and the cheese is hot throughout. You can garnish the baked apples and brie with some, I I think what's really nice this time of year are the walnuts. Maybe a few little chopped walnuts Mm -hmm. on top would be beautiful. Um, And then uh, just set it out on on a serving dish. I would definitely say some sliced bread is in order here.
1: Absolutely.
0: Right? You get yourself a nice little, or a little crostini, a little baguette slice, Ooh. you know, and then you put out a little serving knife. You just scoop up that cheesy, melty brie with, and those chunky, sweet apples and the walnuts. I mean, just imagine that, wow. right? The the, uh, the the brown sugar that's now melted into and around the brie. Ooh. It's heav- I have to say, that's, that's
1: really, really simple. There's nothing to it. But, like, it, that's one of those fancy... Almost, it kind is. of dishes. It's delicious it and it's is. decadent. It is. That is. It doesn't yeah. take any, no, no, effort. believe me. It's almost not
0: like cooking. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's, it's, I had someone say to me once, that's more like assembling. I'm like, yeah. And the problem is, you know, I got my girlfriends over <laughs> there here. There you go. Um, you know, I just cooked that soup. I don't have time for anything else They're- fancy. <laughs> So everything today pretty much is is just sort of throw it in the blender, throw it in the food processor, whip it up quickly, right? Now, I would love, what I would love to pair with this is something a little bit more savory, um, an olive tapenade. Now, I'm a big fan of tapenade because I love olives. This is a super simple one. You can make it if you have a food processor. If you don't have a food processor, you simply chop and mince everything. It's not that big of a deal. But if you've got a food processor... You can simply process all these ingredients together. You don't want to process them too finely since tapenade should really not be completely smooth, but more of like thick and chunky, right? But you can you can process it to whatever texture you like. Now, what you're going to do is in the food processor, you are going to toss one-half cup of black olives, one-half cu- cup of green olives. Obviously, we want to make sure they're pitted, right? Um, this is an optional item, a tablespoon of capers. Ah. Uh. You know, if you can just commit to buying a little bottle of capers, you might find it'll for you. You start thinking of ways that you can use them.
1: It's a really interesting, almost earthy it is. taste. I think it's probably the best right. way to word it.
0: And a little salty. Yeah. I actually had some tuna salad recently that had capers, and it. it was delicious. Hmm. Yeah, so good. But if you want to throw a tablespoon of capers into your food processor, you can do that. Two cloves of garlic, peeled. Two tablespoons of olive oil. A teaspoon of lemon juice. Um, that really keeps everything from turning and keeps kind of brightens it up a little bit mm-hmm. and about a about a half a teaspoon of black pepper okay and so everything goes into the food processor and it's just simply processed to the texture that you want now serve the tapenade with crackers or flatbread you know or slices of toasted artisan bread mm. right something like that just give everybody a, put a little butter knife with there and let them just kind of top it you know, themselves. Wonderful. You know what I have done with this before? Because huh. um, I love hummus. I'm kind of a hummus girl. Um, you can put some hummus out in a bowl and spoon this tapenade over the hummus and let people. Ooh,
1: yeah. that sounds very That's
0: good. a real just Mediterranean delight. <laughs> Delish. Now, I always say no meal is complete without bacon.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: No, it's true. And that's that definitely is true of women also, right? We, we women like our bacon. And women, if you say you don't, you're lying. <laughs> Because you're just trying to make some man think that all you eat is salads. And we know that's not true. That's great. We know that's not true. How about some simple bacon-wrapped shrimp? Nothing to this. Literally three ingredients. Okay? Well, four if you count the salt. Okay. Okay. Here's what you're going to do. You need some toothpicks. Throw some toothpicks into some water and soak them for about 45 minutes. That's going to keep your that's going to enable your little toothpick skewers not to ignite on fire Correct. when you cook them. This is important, <laughs> okay? So fill a large bowl with ice and cold water. You're going to peel about 45 medium to large shrimp, okay? You can leave the tails on if you want. They make a light nice little mm-hmm. shrimp handle. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so with a sharp knife, you're going to make a shallow cut down the back of the shrimp, pull or scrape out the dark vein that's on the back. Rinse the shrimp and put them in the ice water as you work with the remaining shrimp, okay? Now, with the scissors or a sharp knife, you're going to cut 15 strips of bacon crossways into thirds, okay? okay. So each, each strip of bacon will be cut into three pieces. Lay the shrimp out on a work surface and blot them dry with paper towels. Sprinkle them with a little garlic powder, maybe a little salt. Wrap a shrimp in a piece of bacon and secure it with a toothpick. Simply arrange it on a broiler rack or a, or a baking sheet, right? Repeat that with the remaining shrimp and the bacon pieces, and then you're going to broil that wrapped shrimp. Turn it maybe once or twice for three to four minutes, sorry, for three to four inches from the heat. Did I read that correctly? Yeah, three to
1: four inches from the heat. Three to
0: four inches from the heat for about six to ten minutes total time, right? All right. The bacon will crisp up around the edges. It'll be nice and browned. Oh, yeah, it's That's- good.
1: That's also and pretty been- simple. Well, outside food. of the pulling the shrimp apart, exactly. that's not no. a lot to involve no. there.
0: Well, you might have some free labor around your house. <laughs> yes, you got children. <laughs> I always say children are good for like peeling shrimp and pulling those little stickers off of your produce. Oh yes, those are always such a pain. <laughs> I always made my kids do that. Like I'd lug in all the fruit and set it on the counter. Okay,
1: <laughs>
0: take all the stickers off of everything. Wow. Anyway. So, so that's a
1: great it. little setup for the girls' night it's in. wonderful.
0: And did I mention the, we had that, have I mentioned it three times now, our apple cider or mojito? Oh,
1: right. This is, all right. so you had one before. Yes. You had one during food prep and everything. Yes. And now that everything is done, we'll have another you one. make your third one to yeah, go make sit a third down one. and join the group, right?
0: <laughs> Listen, if you got somebody that doesn't care for mojitos, another nice option this time of year is the late harvest Riesling. It's a sweet white wine. Oh. I love it. I had some just last night. Oh. I almost always have it in my refrigerator this time of year. I got it at Publix. It's a reasonably priced w- wine. Um, late harvest Riesling. Oh. And they say late, ha- late harvest because they leave those grapes on the vine a little longer, longer than the standard harvest right. time. Okay? And what happens is those little grapes, the longer they stay on the vine, the more they start to dehydrate and they become sweeter everything becomes condensed oh. and ultimately in the end you end up with a slightly higher content of alcohol.
1: Oh, okay. How about that?
0: So sweet and plenty of alcohol. Late <laughs> or late harvest Riesling. Just to match what, with the mojitos. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Just what we need for our girls night in, guys. What do you think? All the recipes will be on southernsistershome.com. Go check it out. And welcome back to the Southern Sisters radio program. Money, money, money. Money,
1: money, money. Money, money, money. This Makes is the the world go song.
0: <laughs> It does, right? It buys you some Riesling, too. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and some bacon-wrapped shrimp. <laughs> Wonderful. Guys, you know what? We're going to take a little, little turn in the corner here. We're going to kind of talk about something a little bit different. But I think it's important for Southern women and the men who adore them. Um, I've got some suggestions for you. Believe it or not, ways that you can save money. And add about $5,000 to your bank account this year. Oh, what? Yes.
1: Till the end of this year? By the end of the year. Within 12 months.
0: Yeah, if you follow these steps. You know, and at first I thought, eh, I don't know, right? Some of them are very easy. Some of them require just a little bit of effort. Right. Uh, But none of them are really all that complicated. (laughs) And I think it's a great way. Who wouldn't like to have $5,000 extra in their bank account by the end of the year? You know what I'm saying? I'd like to have some say, for the holidays. How about that? Especially with these four kids. You notice the older they get, the more expensive the items that they want.
1: Right. You know, when become. I was younger, that's what I thought. I was like, Mom, you know, I used to want everything I saw. Now I only want two or three things. And she used to tell me, yeah, but those two or three things cost more than it, the 20 things you wanted I know, before. Right? It's totally different. It was so
0: much easier when they were little, wasn't it? Like, yeah, well, when you want a car, it's a pretty big gift. I agree. I totally, Good point. Totally Good point. Agree. <laughs> Let me tell you some things. We're going to just kind of run through the months here. Things that you can do to save money. Uh, and add more money to your bank account, right? How about this one? Opening a new bank account and set aside $5. Now, that may seem like nothing, right? This is great advice for you millennials out there, and I know you're listening, right? So, um, open an online savings and checking account and deposit $5. You know, heck, roll some quarters if you have to. Mm -hmm. Use that. There are a bunch of great online banks, right? A great one is American Express because right now they're offering an interest rate that is a great deal higher than the average interest rate for a savings account at a normal bank. Awesome. Right. Now you could open a savings account at your local bank, but you know, I would suggest doing it maybe at an online. You're gonna be less likely to withdraw the money.
1: Yes. That you know, and they usually tend to give you a little bit of a better rate with the online ones.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And you know for a lot of people when they're saving out of sight, out of mind Correct. is a good is a good, you know, concept. And I don't know, it may not seem worth it to, especially to you millennials, to want to deposit only a few bucks. But getting started is an extremely important first step. It's that first step. It's like the first time you start exercising. Correct. Or the first time you go on a diet or something. Getting started is the hardest part. It's
1: that old saying, if you want to climb a mountain, the first thing you do is buy a nice pair of boots. I know. you got to start somewhere.
0: Exactly. And and then you just have to give it some time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hence a quote from the Tom Petty song. The waiting is the hardest part.
1: Yes, very that true. That just came
0: to me. Okay, <laughs> another thing you can do: earn as much as one hundred or more dollars in passive income. Did you know that you, there are websites out there that can enable you to earn money? Some of these companies collect data to better understand web and mobile usage better, um, or like what things people are, what sorts of sites people are browsing during the day. But there are some that will pay you for interacting with advertisers whether it's by watching videos or just seeing actual advertisements. Here are a few of favorites. And this list was compiled by, I love this, the website, the penny hoarder. This is great. Um, Swagbucks. How about this? They will actually pay you to watch movie previews, celebrity videos, things of that nature. Inbox dollars. Now, Google may have become synonymous with search, but it's not the only name in the game. If you're feeling reluctant to look elsewhere, Inbox Dollars has a pretty convincing argument for branching out. They will actually pay you to search. Really? How about that? That's awesome. Look into it. Inbox Dollars. Drop. As an exclusive drop app user, all you have to do is link your credit and debit cards. When you make a drop-qualified purchase, you'll automatically earn points. Whether you're grocery shopping, hailing an Uber, or ordering a pizza, these points will add up. It's, it's incredible. These are just really easy things you can do to kind of take those first few baby steps. Yeah. How about consolidating your debt to lower your bills, okay? This is always a good one. Now, it won't necessarily help you make money, but it's going to help you save money. And you know what? That's kind of the same thing.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: I mean, you've heard people say it's not what you make, it's what you save, Mm -hmm. right? It's what you don't spend in the end. So something like debt consolidation can considerably, substantially lower the payments that you're already making on your debt and save you even more money each month. A good resource is even financial which can help you borrow up to $35,000 and compare interest rates from several le- uh, lenders to kind of consolidate your debt. Lump it all into one thing so you have one payment. Wonderful. It's awesome. And
1: that's something that, too, just because to, I actually had this conversation with a banker not too long ago. You did. If you're paying a lower interest rate on, some, on, on one bill right. and a higher interest rate on four or five yes. then the interest rate of your consolidation, look at the dollar amounts and math it out because sometimes it's worth – quote-unquote paying more for right. that lower interest rate right? And, and getting the better deal on the four or five. Exactly. Sometimes that will be kind of yeah. a saving grace. So yeah. even though it's a lower interest rate, roll it in with everything else because exactly. it saves you money, saves you time.
0: Yeah, there's more than one way to skin that cat Correct. Right? Absolutely. Yes. How about this idea for, console, or for uh, sort of lowering your debt and increasing your inflow of cash? And I love this one. <laughs> Let someone borrow your place for the night. Okay, now that might sound crazy. Do you have a spare bedroom? You might as well use Airbnb to make some money by renting it out. Now, now Nick, Nick is laughing. My daughter did this. She ended huh. up making like $900 one summer in Athens, Georgia. Oh, yeah. She wasn't even going to be home that summer, but she ended up <laughs> like, she listed her place on Airbnb. She completely paid her rent, like six months of worth of rent.
1: That's awesome. It was incredible. Wow.
0: Yeah. I never I would
1: have never thought. And yeah, that's the thing. You don't have to have the whole house. No. Just a room. No, a lot just of a times room. some people just want a room.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's and great. she said she had a kitchen for them to use, but she said not one person actually used the kitchen. Because ah. it just ate out. They were only yeah. there for a night or two. That's you know what great. I'm saying? It's great. So there's another option. Consider Airbnb. How about selling your stuff? Uh, now, yes. Okay. You know that garage I was telling you about? Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do. <laughs> that's what I need to do. But-
1: <laughs> It's kind of a pain putting together a garage sale and putting the signs out. What if you had a
0: better option, though, Nick? Okay. Now, so are your closets and shelves packed to the brim with stuff you can never use or don't even want to look at? You can sell virtually anything on a site called Letgo, L-E-T-G-O. This intuitive app lets you snap a photo and upload your item in less than 30 seconds. Hmm. Not only does it remove a lot of the hassle of selling things online, it's 100% free to use. Really?
1: Yeah. You get a hundred percent of whatever you sell it for? That I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, even regardless, well, though, on. I think says, if you
1: can, if if you take a large percentage of it, still, yes. not having to put the garage sale together and drag everything out of the garage and into the driveway. Yes. You know
0: what? I think it is one hundred percent free to use. because I believe signs. this particular one uses uses advertisers. Very cool. To monetize. So, so yeah, free go. to the user. Exactly. Let one go. One word.
1: Let go. One okay. word. Let go. Right.
0: Have you considered Lyft?
1: Driving with yes. them? Yes.
0: Okay. Well, so okay. I, I'm telling you, I was in Washington D.C. recently, and we needed a, we needed an Uber from um, we were near Trump International Hotel. We had a burger in really? Trump International Hotel. Oh, was it? Is, good. it
1: everybody, is it everything? It's you know,
0: it was del- it was an amazing burger. It was great. Wow. It was also just fun to people watch. Yeah, you know, you got, can only you got the Trumpers and the Make, Make America Great hats <laughs> coming in, taking their pictures. It was just it was hilarious. But um, anyway, when we were going from the Trump International Hotel. Uh, To someplace else in D.C., we had a Lyft driver come and pick us up, and she was like a college student. It was her car. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. And she said she was paying her way through college doing that. Nice. So there is an option. Demand for ride sharing has been growing like crazy. You guys know that, and it shows no sign of slowing down. So you do need to be at least 21 years old, and with a year of driving experience, you also have to pass a a background check, which I appreciate, right? Um, and you need to own a car that was made in 2007 or later. Yes, so I guess Catherine's car won't apply. You can't
1: be an old beater. Sorry, we were, we we're talking about one of my
0: daughters has a 2001 car. It's <laughs> it's, it's it's having some it's issues. Good enough for her, right? <laughs> Absolutely, guys. These are not the only ideas we have for helping you save money. We're going to list some more on the website, so you know that you can always go to SouthernSistersHome.com. Check out our blog. That's where we put the recipes. Oh yes. You want to know how to make those bacon wrapped shrimp? I know you do, right? <laughs> Go check it out. I've got photos on there as well. And remember, all of the wonderful Southern Sisters products on our website are on sale for 30% off. All you got to do is use promo code SISTERS. And Nick has taking us out with one of my favorite Tom Petty songs. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next time.